Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is how to get out of a negative thinking pattern. But before we dive into that, I want to let you know that I've created a free video on communication in marriage for you. This video is for you if you feel like you can't get through to your husband or like he never listens to you or you lose your cool during difficult conversations or if you're tired of fighting with him. In just 30 minutes, this video will help you lay the foundation for healthy communication in a very positive way and teach you how to handle difficult conversations so you can feel more connected and like you're on the same team as your husband. Visit the link in the show notes to access it. Also, I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and I hope you'll join us. So let's dive in and talk about how to get out of a negative thinking pattern. So I don't know about you, but sometimes I needlessly get stuck in negative thinking patterns. And I've learned how to notice them and pull myself out of them. And I would like to help you do the same thing. So I thought I would share with you a time when I got stuck in a negative thinking pattern. It's a very specific story from several years ago that I always enjoy telling because it feels a little animated. And so I'll show you, tell you what happened and then how I got out of it. So one Friday morning, several years ago, I was getting ready to take my daughter to school. And as I said, it was a Friday, so I was going to attend her morning school mass and then spend the rest of the day shopping with my son. He did not have school that day. The weather was beautiful, and I was excited about the day ahead. It was going to be a great day. And then my husband was checking his email, and he said, Oh, it's the first of the month. You're driving with an expired license tag. Really, I say, how so? Immediately feeling a little frustrated. Well, it expired on the 31st, and I didn't renew it yet. So, breathing through my frustration, I say, how is that possible? You are always on top of everything. Well, not this, he says. Hug. <laughs> this was so frustrating for me, you guys. I mean, really. You get like two months notice for this. It happens at the same time every year. You get a notice in your email. It's not that hard, right? And so like, this is the frustration in my mind. But now, because he ignored the email or procrastinated or whatever he did, I get to drive around illegally until the registration comes in the mail, worrying that I might get pulled over. I would feel so embarrassed if I got pulled over, (laughs) and I would be so mad if it cost us money to have to pay a ticket for it, all for something that was not even my fault. I am not in charge of the vehicle registrations in our home. So while this conversation is going on and I'm having all of these thoughts in my head, I'm also having these images of getting pulled over in my mind and the excuse that I will use with the officer, uselessly pointing out the fact that it's my husband's mistake and not mine. Don't shoot the messenger was one thought, as if the police officer would really care. So the funny thing is I recognized something in that moment and I was like, well, the car's actually in your name, so the ticket's going to be on your record, not mine. (laughs) 
me. So he laughed too. So that was kind of a funny moment in the middle of it. But then he went online and he was just going to quickly, you know, submit the registration and then at least it would be done and we would just have to wait for it to come in the mail. And I think then that that when you can print that out and have proof that you have registered, but um, it didn't go that smoothly because the next words out of his mouth were, well, this just got more complicated. You have to get an emissions test before you renew. I was like, what in the world? My car is only four years old. I'm like, how is that possible? I thought that was only for old cars. So now he can't do the registration because of the stupid emissions test, which apparently he didn't notice the first time the email came in, I guess. I don't know. So suddenly my Friday is getting busy with stuff I would really rather not be doing. I would most definitely rather not be doing. So I was frustrated. Number one, because I would feel totally embarrassed if I got pulled over. Number two, I don't want to spend money on a stupid ticket, right? I don't want that to cost our money, our family extra money. And number three, this was all avoidable. <laughs> if it would have been taking care of things right away. And I was just really ruminating on one of these big differences between me and my husband is that he does things last minute. He's more of like an on-demand kind of a guy. And that drives me crazy sometimes because I'm the opposite. I get things done early and exactly for this reason right here. So one day I'm not stuck driving around with an expired tag, right? And so there's all of this frustration in my mind. But thanks to the years that I have spent working with a life coach, I was able to slow myself down and work through my frustration without taking it out on my husband. Well, not like fully as I might have in the past before I really worked on this stuff. I still wouldn't say I, I handled it perfectly, but it was very different than how it would have been like in the distant past. It would have probably been a fight. You know, I would have probably let some of the, the, the all of those thoughts come out of my head before they were really processed and they would have come out more like from anger and frustration rather than like something from my heart that was more compassionate and real and understanding. And so I just am curious with you, like, have you ever noticed this? And I mean, for me, and I notice like the anger always comes up first. <laughs> and so how do you handle this? Like when this happens with you and frustrations with your husband, right? It's like, we're just going along feeling so good and happy. And then he just like slams into our happy and with some piece of information and then that makes us angry. So what I want to do is share with you what you can do if this happens to you. And this helps you handle the situation so much better. So I'm going to walk you through a simple five-step process that you can practice. And I would really recommend, and I mean like seriously recommend, using a pencil and paper while you learn this and practice with it for a while. And then eventually you won't need the pen and paper anymore. You'll be able to do it in your mind without writing it down. But it's so good for you and research proves how much benefit you get out of slowing down and writing it with pen and paper. It'll really help you see your thoughts so much better. And so that's step one. Step one is to examine your thoughts. What are you thinking as a result of what happened? Because usually we think the thing that happened is what is causing us to be angry. But it's really our thoughts about what happened. And so the situation is that the license tag didn't get renewed in my case, right? And so then what you would do is write down all of your thoughts about that, which I shared with you guys verbally just a few minutes ago, all of the frustrations and, and everything else. And then looking for which one of these thoughts is bothering me the most. 
And if you actually do this and write things down, you're going to notice there's, there's one thought that so many of us women go to, and that is, he doesn't care about me. And that's what happened to me in this instance. My brain was like, he doesn't care about me because he procrastinated on this and left it for me to deal with. And so that, if you really look at what's going on in situations with your husband, it, a lot of times it can get boiled down to that thought, but you might have other thoughts too. And so just pick that thought that's bothering you the most. And then step two, step two is to ask yourself if that thought is true, is it true that your husband doesn't care about you because he missed this deadline? Usually the answer is no. Believing your spouse doesn't care about you as a result of a human error that he made is a big stretch, right? Another question you can ask yourself besides, is it true, is will this matter in 10 years? And so most of the time, the stuff that we get upset about is like, no, this really is not going to matter in 10 years, right? Worst case scenario in this case for me is I get pulled over and I feel embarrassed and I get a ticket that costs some money. 10 years from now, that doesn't really matter, right? And so that is, as you can see, just trying to show us truth and show us reality because our brains get so fixated on the negative and it will take you down that negative path. And you, you get to decide if you want to go there or not. And so if you don't want to go there, these questions will help you realize that. So then we can move on to step three, and that is to ask yourself, how does it make me feel to believe this thought? So in my example, the thought is that my husband doesn't care about me because he forgot to do this or he neglected to do this, whatever you're thinking, right? He doesn't care about me was kind of the big theme there. And so here's a tip on this. When you ask yourself, how do I feel when I think this thought, a feeling is only one word. This is something that I think a lot of us are still learning to decipher. A feeling is just one word. It's not a sentence. It's not a thought. It's a feeling and you actually feel it in your body. A feeling is like angry, sad, happy, mad. Those are word. Those are feeling words. Frustrated. That's another big one, right? And so in my case, I could identify three. I felt like I was feeling, I thought I was feeling angry or, and frustrated and sad. And so those feelings are caused by my thoughts. And it's really important that we recognize that, right? Because that's what's causing for me, like the problem is I feel that anger and usually I don't slow down enough to, to process it and realize there's hurt beneath the anger. And so then the negativity comes out and like I might say something that I'll regret later or that isn't nice or kind or fair and now we're in a fight, right? And so if that's not what you want, it's generally not what I want. I want to work things through calmly <laughs> and, and be able to say what I need to say but in a way that's not going to create a fight. Okay, so that was step three is asking ourselves, how do I feel when I think this thought? And that's just so you can get in touch with yourself and see your feelings on the matter. And then you can move to step four, which is to ask yourself, is this the way you want to feel? I'm guessing your answer is probably no. We don't usually want to feel angry. I mean, sometimes there is a time where certain things happen and you might say, yeah, I, I don't wanna be angry about this. And that's okay, that's not wrong, that is your choice. But what this process is doing is helping you check in and see, 
where you are with it. And for an, a simple little you know, thing like this example that I'm sharing with you, your answer is probably going to be no, right? Like, no, I don't really want to be angry about this. I just want it fixed, right? Okay. And so once you have decided, okay, I don't want to be angry about this, then step five is to find a believable thought instead of, my husband doesn't care about me, to find a believable thought that would feel more peaceful so that you can handle the situation with grace and peace, right? So here's a thought that I came up with in that moment of this story is, I know my husband loves me. He just made a mistake. And that helps me feel more calm and have a conversation with him that is not like blaming and negative and causing anger in us. Another thought is something like, I should give him some grace. I like to receive grace for my mistakes. So that means I should give it to others when they make mistakes, right? We all miss things at times. We're all human. And so what I would recommend for you is that you just try to come up with positive thoughts until you can find one that is true for you and brings you peace, one that you can really get behind. Because if you're just trying to fake a positive thought, that's not going to work and that resentment's going to stay under there. You've got to find a thought that really works for you if you're trying to work through this and handle it with peace, okay? And so once you come up with your thought, you are going to feel that more like centered, calm, peaceful state. You'll be able to take a deep breath and relax. And it feels so much better than getting caught up in the anger, right? And I want to really help you see that it's not the fact that your husband forgot to send in the car registration that's upsetting you. Because there literally are some women who would not care about that. There are women who would not not care if they really got pulled over or whatever. Like we all have different, you know, priorities and values and things like that. Like just recognize that's unique to you, whatever's going on. And it's your thoughts about the situation that's causing you the upset, right? And that's causing you to think he doesn't care about you. And when you can see that more clearly, you can find so much more freedom in your negative thoughts and release yourself from them. This is really huge, like life-changing huge. When you can step back from a situation that is hurtful or upsetting to you and look at it through this lens and then decide how you want to handle it. And really every situation is going to be handled better from a calm, peaceful state of mind. And so this is a tool that you can use to help you get there for when you have these difficult moments and might have to have difficult conversations with your spouse. But I realize that this is definitely easier said than done, and especially when you're in the heat of the moment. But trust me, if you keep practicing, you'll get better and definitely get that pen and paper out, right? Like get that pen and paper out and write, write down your thoughts. It's super helpful. But if you would like to work on this with a coach, reach out to me for a complimentary consultation where you will get to experience what it's like to have the full attention of an experienced life coach listening to you in a non-judgmental, compassionate setting. We're going to take a look at where you are, the situations that are going on in your marriage that are frustrating to you. We'll figure out where you want to be, this vision for how you want it to look, and then we'll come up with a plan to help you get there. And I can tell you this, just that conversation alone with me 
will give you relief from the challenges that you're currently facing. Guaranteed. So I hope that you'll reach out to me if that sounds like it's something helpful to you. In the meantime, remember to download my free marriage communication masterclass. And don't forget to join the Life Design community on Facebook. Thank you so much. I will see you next time.